Well, it's the middle of June, so that means it's time to talk basketball on NHSportsPage.com. There's no bad time to talk basketball uh, with Dave Haley. Is that is that is that a lie, Dave, or am I telling the truth here? Yeah, I'm sort of never out of season. Baseball, though, my Guilford Golden Eagles tonight in the semifinals against White Mountains. I'm very conflicted. The North Country, I love my my yeah. heart is 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 held by the North Country, but they're playing my Guilford Golden Eagles tonight. Yeah, though. if you don't go with your alma mater, then uh, that's you got you got to do it. You know, you know, how many, you know how many times I've been taking a task on Twitter, picking my alma mater when they're going to lose by 25 in football. Come on. I- I'm not asking for a Guilford. <laughs> I'm not asking for a Guilford Belmont Division Three championship game on Saturday. I'm demanding it. Oh, well, there you go. I will. <laughs> I will be there if that happens. <laughs> boy, oh boy. See if the baseball gods listen. But, uh, but uh, yeah, we're here to talk a little hoops and uh, and a little bit more than that too. And this uh, podcast brought to you by uh, our friends at Great Bay Community College. And I, I saw that. Uh, a uh, couple of a uh, couple of nice signings for the Great Bay men's basketball team, which will be uh, getting things back underway in uh, in the fall time. I think I've become a, a recruiting coordinator for Great Bay Community <laughs> College. That's yeah. right. So uh, our thanks to our friends there. And uh, well, Dave, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce our guest who's on the line to talk about a, a great uh, great day of uh, hoops camp coming up? One of the three. There were three players locker room members. Now, uh, uh, as we mentioned on. As we do a feature on NA Sports Page, one of the three first 11 years ago would be Ryan Bourgeois from Trinity, Chris Petsy from Exeter, and our guest, Ryan Harrion, the legend himself, uh, son of UNH head coach Bill Harrion. Uh, Ryan Harrion, a Dover legend, on the phone. So Ryan and I have kept in touch over the years. Uh, he's become a, a friend of mine, and uh, we're on here today to talk about uh, the elite ba- basketball camp that you and Ace can be doing. So, Ryan, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, and thank you for being NH Port- Sports Page royalty as well. I appreciate that. A- absolutely, Dave. Justin, thanks for having me as well. Uh, you know, I-, I-, I meant to reach out to you. I-, I feel like my account got locked out from the players. I tried to log in the other day. And- <laughs> I don't know if, you, uh, if, in- if I haven't logged in in a couple of years, if, it- if, it- if I need a password reset, but we'll, we'll talk about that after the show. I- yeah. Get back on, and uh, uh, I probably need to update my profile picture. I yeah, think I, we, I took that first one, first one back when I had a buzz cut. I was using my mother's first first version <laughs> MacBook, so uh, we can update that one. You're uh, always you're you're always uh, you're always allowed in the clubhouse after games. We have it's sort of like the Laker games used to have the Forum Club. We have we have those after all games, and you you Ryan Bourgeois, you know uh, Jordan Laguerre, all you guys can come in. And Cormac Fitzpatrick, you come on in anytime you want to. The old members, you come on in. Yeah. No, and it's funny you run into some of those guys here and there around, and, and you see where everyone's at, and uh, everyone seems to still be hanging around in the area, and. You know, I think we need to get maybe a New Hampshire sports page alumni game going. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, get the odd years versus the even years so we can figure something out. Justin, great trivia question. Mm-hmm. What was the first Division One tournament game ever covered on NHSportsPage.com? Oh, boy. Uh, so what, what, give me the year, and I'll see if I can oh, figure yeah, it out. 11 years ago, 2008, 2000. Would that have been a Dover Spalding game? It would be Dover at home against Alvern, oh. the Alvin Broncos, coached by Kevin Bonney wow. against Mike Romps. And uh, my buddy on the phone right now, uh, <clears throat> it was his last high school basketball game. Oh. Man, you 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 gotta you gotta bring it up. And, it's, and, <laughs> and and the tragedy the tragedy with that game was was we went up to Alvern the week before that, and uh, we had a great road win that that gave us the eight seed, and we ended up playing. You know, we had a home game, so yeah. we were uh, we were in great shape. We thought we were feeling well, and then Timmy Cox and Jared Lambert came in and. Uh, needless to say, they dashed our hopes pretty quickly. But 
you know, and that was the problem. They both went to the University of New Hampshire, and I had to deal with them for four years <laughs> about how we couldn't we couldn't close them out. And, oh. uh, you know, me and Jesse Mills and Cam Quimby all had to take it for four years. But um, Cam Quimby, no, that was, you know, you never you don't understand how you know even that when you get to the college level, uh, you know, we we play a lot of important games, and and you get really excited, uh, you know, going into those games. Whether you know when we go down and play UConn or UMass or um, you know, BC, but I, I don't know if you're going to have a feeling, you know, when you're going into a high school playoff game, you're playing in front of all your best friends, your, your hometown, that Dover Alburn game, that was, uh, that was very exciting. You know, one of my favorite basketball memories outside of the loss, but just the feeling going in there and, um, yeah, it's New Hampshire high school basketball for you. It's, uh, you playing, playing for your town, playing for pride. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was, uh, there's a lot, a lot of fun times, you know, you know, playing, playing in, in the state of New Hampshire. McIsaac and I still get hyped up for the right, Justin. It's like we're we're courtside. We're literally right at mid court. Our, our buddy Murph at UNH hooks yeah. us up pretty good, and it's still it's it, we're not rooting for anybody, but it is just right. I mean that buzz and the, there's a sound at those tournament games. It's you know, I mean, there's just a buzz that you just don't get, right? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the most fun things is watching the gym fill up, like uh, yeah. you know, on both sides. And then it, you know, especially Championship Saturday, where then it empties out, then it refills up. Yeah, it's 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 way cool. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So, so Ryan is at UNH now, and and uh, what Ryan and I have been talking about behind the scenes, I wanted to kind of get out here on a podcast. We were sort of long overdue, but uh, Ryan, talk about the the men's elite camp um, that people uh, still have plenty of time to to get involved with. I think this is a really really good thing UNH is doing for New Hampshire high school players. I think there are a lot of kind of hidden gems in New Hampshire at the high school level that don't get seen by enough schools. Uh, Perfect example is I did the BABC games and kids like Seth Balderrama from Berlin, uh, Noah Cummings from Pembroke were getting recruited out of that game by schools that had not contacted them in four years because this was the opportunity to see them. So in that vein, Ryan and, and, and all the folks over at UNH are doing something pretty cool. So Ryan, tell people about that because I think this is really important for the kids around here. Absolutely. And, um, you know, the, the this coming June 21st, we're, we're hosting our elite camp, and it's and it's the second year we're going to be doing it. Um, you know, last year we had a good turnout. We had 60 to 65 kids from, uh, you know, all the way from, from the mid-Atlantic all the way up through Maine that came up for one day and, uh, you know, had a chance to play in front of our staff. Um, the, one, the one thing that I have found really beneficial with these elite camps is the fact that, you know, from an outside perspective, it's hard to it's hard to see how much our recruiting calendar has changed, um, and our ability to get out and really be able to cover and see you know every kid out there, and it, and it especially hurts the you know the kids that may not be you know uh, highly covered you know in in social media or or aren't playing for a high profile AAU program or aren't going to a you know whether it's a a really really successful public high school or a successful prep prep school um it's uh it gives it, it really hinders some kids ability to get seen like you had mentioned seth balderrama um you know uh, you know a kid that that was under the radar until he played for a team that uh allowed him to be visible and be seen um you know so for us we you know we wanted to host an elite camp you know for the purpose of getting as many local kids that we can on campus for a day in our gym, um, 
being coached by us, uh, you know, as a staff here at UNH, and giving us an opportunity to, to give them an evaluation. And uh, like you said, make sure that there isn't a kid that is, is in the state of New Hampshire that we're missing on. We want to make sure that we're covering all of our bases. Um, and, and, and what, it, what it's going to do is it's going to give kids an opportunity to play in a really small setting. You know, when you go to an AAU tournament, there's 50, 60, 75 teams, you know, which, which adds up to hundreds and hundreds of kids. You know, for us, we're, our league camp is going to be, you know, we're going to max it at 75 kids, and, and that's a very small uh, environment nowadays for, for, for a showcase event. Um, we're going to be able to have, you know, personal interaction. We're going to have uh, the ability to, to watch kids in the exact settings that we want them to. We're going to do skill development. We'll do breakdowns with three-on-three, four-on-four, and then we're going to let these kids play live and um, get up and down. And, and the goal for us is, you know, we want to have every kid that comes to our camp be able to bounce off, you know, with us when they leave camp. Coach, where am I? What do you think of me? Yeah. You know, am I a fit at your level? And if not, you know, what, you know, where do you see me? Well, um, and uh, that's, you know, for us, uh, you know, give, being able to give feedback to kids nowadays I think is really important. Um, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the reality of it is that playing college basketball is very hard, but, you know, kids don't need to have blinders on of, Hey, I'm not, I'm a division one player. I'm a division two player. Um, you know, there's so many good basketball programs out there from division one, two to three, um, that have great opportunities that, that I think kids need to be aware of. And if that's what, you know, someone is, then, then there's going to be good opportunities, uh, you know, for them at at whatever level that they're going to pan out to play at. Yeah. And I think it's important for parents and these kids to be told, be evaluated by somebody that doesn't have, for lack of a better term, an agenda with it, you know, and, and I've, I have, I, I stay out of the AAU stuff. I have some good friends who are involved with it, and there are some very, very good people doing very, very good things. There's some people doing it that are not real good people, and I've kind of named them in the past. I won't get into it here, but, you know, so you have to be wary as a parent, but I've always said if you're taking the evaluation of somebody you're writing a check to, then I got land in the Everglades to sell you if you'd like to write me a check. So it was somebody like a Division One program like UNH and, and people like you guys have no agenda for these kids and you're going to be able to tell them uh, listen, this is exactly where we see you. Here's what you need to work on, and and that's invaluable for these kids. I mean, that that's what they need to find out. Right. No, you're you're exactly right. Um, it, it's you know, and, and and with the changes that the NCAA has made for us, um, you know, the hope is that there is going to be a lot more involvement with you know high school programs, and um, you know, coming up here in in June, there's there's a couple of events that are going on that are. Um, focused on high schools uh, running them versus uh, you know actual AAU tournaments. So um, the the ability for for kids to get out and be seen, uh, especially at our level and even levels you know a little bit below us, are getting fewer and fewer. Um, you know the the amount of days that we're allowed to be out recruiting are fewer and fewer. Um, you know, so our hope is that um, you know we're able to bring some kids in, um, and like you said. Uh, be able to really evaluate these kids with an open mind um, and, and give them a fair assessment of, of, of where they are. And you know what? It'd be a really cool story if we can get a New Hampshire kid that comes to our camp that we really like that, you know, down the road, if, if something works out, um, 
you know, being able to keep someone in New Hampshire that that's a Division One player, you know, that 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 be uh, that's our goal. You know, end of the day, we want to you know protect our backyard and um, you know make sure that we get eyes on you know a lot of these kids out here and and see the you know see the guys that are that are making some noise you know in New Hampshire high school basketball. Yeah, who are going to be some of the uh, the coaches that are going to be working the camp? Our players or, or who's going to be working the camp yeah. with you guys? So, so we're you know our our full you know our staff is going to be you know running the camp. So obviously our head coach, uh, you know my father Bill Herring, he's uh, he's the most hands-on um, you know enthusiastic camp guy that you're ever going to be around. Um, he just he 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 eats, sleeps, and breathes it. Um, he's going to be very involved. He's going to be running it. We're going to have our three full-time assistants, myself, uh, Jordan Bronner, and, and Chris Moore. We'll be on the court. We'll be running it. Um, and then we're going to have pretty much our entire roster back helping out and running it as well. So, um, and, you know, that, that's going to be, you know, who, who is working our camp. Um, I've already had contact with Division Two and Division Three schools in the area of coming up to recruit the camp, yeah. which would allow uh, these kids to be in front of, you know, some really, really solid uh, programs academically and athletically to to play in front of them for a day, like I had mentioned, in a small setting. And that's almost as important as me making a phone call to somebody as a Division three or Division two being able to come up into our gym and see these kids up close and personal and be able to lock in and, and evaluate them as well. So my goal is, you know, whether a kid is someone that we're going to be interested in recruiting, and if not, you know, there's there's I coached in the Northeast Ten for three seasons at Stonehill College, and there's players in that league that can play in our league, and vice versa. There's players in our league that can that that, that can play in that league, and you know, everyone's familiar with Cal Connolly. Cal's down at Assumption had a great freshman year, and um, you know, that league is just a solid quality league that has very very good players in it, and a lot of really good schools also that. You know, can can kids can get recruited at to go get a you know free education, uh, get a great education, um, and play at a high level. So my goal is, you know, we want to get some of some of the area any ten schools, uh, some Division three schools in to recruit the the uh, the camp as well. Yeah, I think that's important because uh, Dave, you and I run into kids all the time where you know. I, I think they have their heart set on Division One because maybe you know, maybe, you know, obviously every kid wants to go play, you know, at UNH or or you know, in their dream of dreams in North Carolina or something. But then you say D two D three to them, and they go eh, D two D three. It's like no, D two's really good. D two's incredibly good. D three's really good. D three's really good. Yeah. No, these these no, guys you are. Really got, good. You, you guys are exactly right, and uh, I I think you you know you. You, you go back to uh, you know to a Duncan Robinson and, and you see Duncan go um, you know to, to Williams and and does what he does and and now and the rest is history. I mean, uh, he decided well, he signed two three year contract with the Miami Heat and um, that's a that's a Division three you know quote unquote Division three player and, and and now look he's playing at the highest level that you can play at and he's making millions of dollars. Um, you know it's uh, you know Chris Pet a kid like Chris Petty Chris Petty you know, we saw what he did when he was in high school, and I played against Chris a lot. You know, Chris went and had an unbelievable career up at St. Joe's, Maine, and, yeah. and that's a, you know, that's an unbelievable, another unbelievable school. Um, you know, I know Rob Cole up there well, and um, you know, and the one thing, you know, wherever wherever you decide to go, there there are great programs ever, but there's even you know, there's, there's better coaches wherever you know that you end up, and um, it, the the the, the 
the gap is becoming smaller and smaller, guys. And I, I think it's 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 becoming smaller and smaller. Um, you know, because there's more there's more room for development for kids nowadays. You know, you can get to a school and and, and kids are changing their bodies now and they're getting stronger physically and uh, they have more you know uh, they have more ways to get better. And um, you know, there's there's so many good situations out there outside of uh, you know Division One or even Division Two. You know, academically, athletically, um, you know, so so the having kids with an open, you know, keeping an open mind of, of where they can go to school, you know, where the best fit is. You know, we talk about that a lot with kids that we recruit. You know, find your fit. You know, find who, you know, you need to go somewhere that you need to be wanted, that you need to feel wanted, that you can fit in, um, that you're going to be happy, um, you know, going to school. So, um you guys are exactly right. Uh, you know, the, the, the you, you hope kids don't have blinders, but unfortunately it happens. Um, you know, but you no, know, a ton of opportunity in our area, especially for, you know, different levels of hoop. Yeah, and, and um, you know, for me, it's I make the analogy that uh, it, for me it's like the movie The Fugitive. I know when the train's going off the tracks. I know when he's getting back to Chicago. I, I know the whole thing because I've seen – it's, I've seen kids, uh, for lack of a better term, have their recruitment be mismanaged because parents just, they're, they're not, they don't understand. They haven't been through it before. They're doing the best they can for their child, but they, they, they sort of shoot too high and they're not calling back certain coaches. And I've just seen it over and over again. And all I, all I care and all I want for any of these kids is to be healthy and happy. I don't care if they play or they don't. But if they are going to play, that's, that's outstanding. But they need to be really educated on the process and, like, where they at level-wise. So that's why I'm doing something at the end of the summer. I'll be announcing with Noah LaRoche from uh, Integrity Hoop, who I know you know, and and is somebody who I've worked with in the past, and he's a world-renowned. Uh, you know, he was working out with Diana Taurasi last time I talked to him. Russell so, Westbrook a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, Russell Westbrook. And he, is he any good? Yeah. <laughs> seems like he's good. I don't know. I, I think Diana Taurasi's pretty good, too, Seems right? like he's good. Um, so I'm going to be doing some. I've, I've seen Noah play. I've seen Noah play in the Portsmouth in the summer league. I think I'd put a – I I don't know if I'd put Russell down as a lock. Yeah. I think Noah could give a – I think Noah could – no one could give him a run for his money. I gave him the up and listen. My up and under move in the baseline. I got Keith Friel, who played at Virginia on that Here one. I got go. Chris Doyle started for Princeton. I, I got some of the, some body bags uh, with impressive names <laughs> on them. But so as we get to um, the end of this, uh, I, you're not getting out of here without a one one quality Mike Rumps <laughs> coaching story. But tell people quick how they can. I'm going to put this up on my website. Uh, information about the camp. Please tell people how they can get in touch with you, Ryan, because I think a lot of kids should take advantage of this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, my email my email is my full name, so Ryan dot at unh dot edu. Um, you know, and uh, if you email me, I, I can get you all the information that you need. Um, you know, the, the camp is on Ju- Friday, June 21st, uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's five hours. Uh, it's going to be a, a productive um, and, and I think really beneficial five hours for anybody that comes and attends it. It will um, it'll really give you a good feel just, just experiencing a workout uh, a day at our level. We're going to have skill work. We're going to play live. We're going to have some informational uh, portions of it that will give you some stuff, strength and conditioning wise, NCAA rule wise, just to hopefully give you give kids an, an idea of the recruiting process, what's allowed, what's not allowed. Um, but I just think the overall experience of being around us and being able to, to to put yourself in front of our program 
and and be able to show us what you can do uh, is going to be the best part. And then for us to be able to connect with some high school kids that we may not be able to uh, over the summer with us traveling to, to whichever AAU tournaments we're going to, this gives us an opportunity to really see who's, you know, who's in our backyard and, and uh, who we think could maybe be a good fit for us. Yeah. So, and, and just, um, I was just going to say real quick, after you coached at Stonehill and now being at UNH, you've seen the different levels that you have a real good understanding of, you know, what it takes to play at each level. Right, exactly. And, and, you know, like I told you before, the gap's even smaller and smaller, but, you know, doing, doing this, you know, now that I've, uh, I'll be going on season seven, seven or eight now, which is, which is wild, but, um, you know, you see a lot of kids and, you know, you start to start to be able to differentiate a little bit better, you know, the, the longer you do it. And, um, you know, I do, I, you know, the one thing we want to be able to do is give kids, you know, realistic, um, good feedback that will hopefully help them with the process of, of figuring out college, figuring out what they want to do next, where they could fit, where they could be successful, um, and just really help them. You know, this is not something, yeah. um, you know, it, this isn't for, you know, self-fulfillment for us. This is, this is something that's going to hopefully help every single kid that comes to the camp, and, and hopefully they'll leave with a better idea of where they stand and, and give them a clear vision of, of where their game's at, where they need to take it, um, and, and, and maybe it just makes their decision process a little bit easier of, of you know, moving forward, what their next decision should be, um, attending school, uh, AAU, pro, AAU program that they're going to play with. Um, you know, so the feedback, I think, is you know, the most, most important part, being able to, for us to, to see these kids and, and just spend a day with them uh, you know, in our gym on campus, uh, I think for a high school kid is, in, is invaluable, to be totally honest. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, no, I, I think, um, you know, you know, my Mike, my Mike Romp story, uh, yeah, please. You know, when, 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 when I was, when I was playing in, um, you know, the, the, uh, when I was playing at Dover, we, my junior year, now you guys can correct me. Maybe, maybe it was my senior year, um, Salem high school was the number one seed yep. in in the in the tournament. And you know, but but previous couple of weeks before we had them at home and we were playing them and um we were playing unbelievable. We you know it was a it was a possession game back and forth, back and forth and um they had a lefty, a six three athletic lefty sledge. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. That this was the year oh. before I started on he, he Okay. But but I know the name. So they, I mean, they had a great team that year, and and they had, we had them in our building. We had them down two with about, I want to say, seven seconds left, and they had the length of the court, and you know they got the ball in, and and Sledge has it. He's a lefty, granted you, so he's mo- he's got the ball in his right hand, dribbling towards half court, gets over half court, pulls up, lefty falling out of bounds, banks it, glass oh. as the buzzer goes off to win the game. You know, deflating. Def- you know, we we were all down. Should we get into the locker room? And you know, Coach Romps was a fiery guy. Now I think what? everybody, every, <laughs> everybody, everybody was a little. You know, everybody knew that that Romps was fiery. He could after you. Um, you know, so we expected. You know, oh man, you know he's gonna he's gonna be disappointed. He comes in the locker room. And he's quiet and and he goes, 
Say he goes to Coach Fantasy, the assistant coach at the time. Obviously, now Ben's got the job. Yeah. Then where's the film? Where's the game film? So Ben's like, what are you talking about? So, so we get you know, he's like, they give me the camera. So we get the camera, and Roms goes to the camera, and it's one of those old ones when you used to slide the, you used to slide the, the the, the tape into the side of the camera, oh, God, and it yeah. would it would and it would record a little camcorder tape. Opens it up, takes the tape, and he goes. He goes, you know what, guys? You know what I thought about? I thought thought about that game a little bit. You know, I'm not disappointed at all. I'm proud. I'm proud of you guys. You guys played your butt off. Should have won that game. Okay. So this is what I think about that game. It takes the camcorder tape. Now this is the only version of the game that we have. So there may ever ever be video footage of this game. This this is probably the only copy. Puts the tape on the ground, and he stomps on it, and <laughs> and. and and he misses it off his heel, so the so the tape ricochets off the board, whiteboard, and lands back on the floor. And he goes and he looks at us. He goes, he goes, what are you guys doing sitting there? Everybody get up, start stopping the tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an office space, right? Where they beat up the so fax he, machine. So he, everybody gets up, and everyone's trying to stomp on the camcorder tape. And uh, but no, I mean you know Mike Roms was uh, you know he there's there's too many stories of him, um, but he. You know, he just had a weird way of getting you to play for him, getting you to play hard. It was he. He, uh, you know, we have guys from my class and, and classes way before Devin Rucco, Mike Walsex, Johnny Jones, all those guys. We're always we're we're back every year at Alumni Day. Yeah, you know, everybody at his house. We all grill out. We have wiffle ball tournaments. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, he has unbelievable support from all the guys that have played for him and. Um, you know, to be totally honest, I, you know, I, I couldn't imagine of, of, you know, no offense to Oyster River, but I couldn't have ever imagined moving up to New Hampshire and going, going and playing at Oyster River. You know, Mike Romps was, he was the guy, you know, that I want, you know, that I, that I needed to play for. He's the, he's the guy that, um, you know, definitely helped me elevate my game and uh, take it to the next level. But he's, you know, as, as good of a coach as he was and close to winning state championship, you know, he's, he's a better, he's a better guy. We still, you know, he came to my wedding last summer and, um, you know, he's a unbelievable, unbelievably selfless guy. You know, he, he would give you the shirt off his back if he could, um, you know, cared about his kids, that, you know, that played for him, you know, more, more than he'd ever give off on the sidelines. I can tell you that much. Um, but, uh, you know, the program's in great hands, Ben. You know, Fen's my guy. I think you know, yeah. always, you know the difference with Fen and Roms. Fen, Fen, Fen will kick his butt on the golf course. I can tell you that yeah. for sure. I've seen seen them both swing a golf club, and uh, I put my savings down on Fen to to go take him down in a match. But um, you know, it's uh, you know, I'm a proud Dover alum, and and I know you know Fen's gonna Fen's done a great job already with those guys taking them you know on that deep run, um, and you know, he's gonna keep doing a good job, and um, you know, definitely definitely a supporter. Uh, you know, Dover High for life. So yeah, that, those guys, Devin Rucco and Mike Walchek, are two good buddies of mine. They play in my golf. They're buddies of mine, and they uh, the way that Romps is close with uh, the players that used to play from. Now I'm watching Alex Burt become a head coach over at uh, at Great Bay. So the kind of the coaching tree kind of continues to grow, and uh, you know, Romps is a buddy of of McIsaac's and I as well. So. Yeah, there's a million stories we could tell that probably we probably have to get Mike's uh, permission to tell him on a radio show. So we'll, I'll work on romps this summer. I usually bump into him a few times during the summer, and I'll I'll get a few. But there's some uh, there's some good ones that we, if I can get the permission out of him, we'll we'll lay those out someday too. 
there's some. We'll, we'll, we'll have to schedule to make Rob's roast at some point. We'll get <laughs> we'll get some stuff together. Um, but no, guys, I appreciate you having me on. Really appreciate you, uh, you know, taking the time to, you know, let me let me put our program out there and what we're doing here. Um, you know, for for any, anybody that's interested, uh, you know, in, in in the elite camp, you know, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, we we'd love to have you. Um, you know, we we want to make sure that anybody that you know from the state of New Hampshire, you know, we we want you there. Um, you know, we're we're excited to to have some kids that you know maybe new names for us. You know, come in. Um, you know, and like I said, it's uh, I think it's a great opportunity for you know anybody in the area looking to come out, get some exposure, and and, and get some feedback uh, to come over for the day and, and spend it with us. So awesome. Well, Ryan, we appreciate it, and, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you down the road at some point. Thanks. Dave, Dave, Justin, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Good talking to you. See you. All right, that was Ryan Harry, and sounds like a great camp. And, uh, you know, talking about Alex Burt, uh, you know, who's uh, a Dover alum, and Alex has taken over at uh, Great Bay Community College. And uh, we've, we've seen uh, – on Twitter, I've seen a whole bunch of signings for uh, for Alex Burt. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a good little uh, you know we're, we're big fans of the Seacoast basketball community. So it kind of goes from you know from Dover to UNH to Great Bay. It's a it's a whole it's a whole thing going on. Yeah, and he's got um they're going to be doing a basketball camp. Uh, I put it out there on Twitter last week and on Facebook as well. But July eighth through the eleventh at Great Bay, they're going to be working with uh, Next Level Hoops, which is our buddy Matt Regan. Um, from Bishop Girton. Do you know Bishop Girton. Haley, yeah. we're doing skill development. Haley. So, um, no zone defense, Haley. <laughs> so I'll have information on that, but that's a really, really good uh, basketball camp um, that they're going to be doing uh, July 8th through 11th at Great Bay Community. That gym is awesome. I mean, we, oh, we, yeah. we had two events at Great Bay. Uh, they're a longtime partner of ours, a really valued partner of NH Sports Page. They've been on board for for years now, we're really good friends with the AD Brian Scott and Alex and Mike Fisher and Allison, everybody over there. And um, that gym is awesome. We we had the jamboree there. Plan to have the jamboree next year there as well in our Seacoast tournament. And uh, so that's a, a great facility. And uh, for basketball camp, if you're trying to get better and 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 to be seen by you know a, a college program to be in their gym. That's how a lot of these recruiting or a lot of this recruiting happens is is just being there and and being able to, to be recruited and so forth and so on. So this is a, a really good thing for kids. So let's talk about um, baseball. I was saying to you before we started this, we've been covering a little bit of baseball. I I didn't know that they chirped so much at each other. Yeah, it's These a, dugouts. It, yeah, they, 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 I they just, love it. They make a lot of noise, yeah. it's uh, and They're not always chirping at each other. They're just, like, chirping and making noise. Yeah, yeah, and, no, I mean, nothing so, over the top. So but. I think the team that was the uh, – you saw some of it with uh, with with uh, um, White Mountain – I'm sorry, not White Mounts, but Bishop Brady and, uh, and Guilford. Yeah. I think the all-time kings of it is Portsmouth uh, as far as baseball, like, chirping. Cause, they like, do. You know, like, I, I can remember, like, Rick Holt being at the plate. And like a, a pitch would miss outside, and they'd be like, "Oh, they don't want to come over the plate to him. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They don't want any part of you, Ricky. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's yeah. sort of been baseball forever, though. You yeah. got the old time guys throwing popcorn at people, and and <laughs> there's a lot of like back and forth. Boy, the Belmont, the my favorite part of the Belmont Laconia game we covered, and Belmont's also playing tonight against Hopkinton in the Final Four, is that all the Guilford kids were there rooting for <laughs> Laconia, which I. Again, it's like this is like Captain Kirk rooting for the Klingons. I'm like, right. what is happening here? But they, you know, if Belmont lost, they'd be the one seed. Guilford ended up being the two seed. So, but uh, Griffin Embry struck out the side or struck out somebody to finish the inning. 
Uh, and he stared down the Guilford kids oh, walking wow. off the mound. I was like, I love it. I turned to Jen. I was like, this is awesome. Because it's funny because Guilford uh, obviously is my school, but I know more of the Belmont kids. I mean, I'm, right. I'm knowing the Guilford. I met a ton of the Guilford kids on Saturday when we covered that game. And, again, we made it 11 years before uh, a kid ripped his shirt off in the post-game interview. <laughs> right. So very proud of those 11 years. They're, I'm surprised it took that long, quite frankly. I know. I am too, exactly. So uh, so those are big games. But I've had a lot of fun covering these baseball games and uh, hopefully going to be doing uh, a state championship game on Saturday uh, in Manchester. What's going on with you? So you went to – you're on TV for bowling or something? What, what's going Yeah, on? Cam and I were on TV for uh, – uh, we were on Fox more Sunday than the president was, which is surprising. But uh, <laughs> so the, uh, that, the PBA playoffs was uh, – they, they, this is the first year they did like a playoff things, the Pro Bowlers Tour. Oh, I didn't even know that, yeah. And they did it all in uh, – they, they did all the rounds in, uh, in Portland, Maine, Bayside Bowl, which is an awesome facility. Uh, and yeah, so the finals was Sunday. I couldn't do. We couldn't go to the semifinals Saturday, so we went Sunday, and uh, it was it was great. So if you watch like old bowling on TV, it's it's kind of like watching golf. Like everybody's very quiet. Krushenkel would be very yeah monotone in his delivery, and then you cheer a little after a strike. Not like that here in Portland. They're playing music while they're bowling. Yeah, there's chants going on. I saw you know, guys are screaming and yelling. And uh, it was it was it was I had a lot of fun. Cam had even more fun because you know he's these were like his heroes. So we got to meet you know the guy he was rooting for. He had like a big head yeah, uh, sign, that. and so we got to meet that guy that he was rooting for. And uh, he had to meet Jason Belmonte, who was doing the the Fox broadcast, who's the the Tom Brady of bowling. He's like an Australian guy. He's considered the best the best pro bowler of all time. He is. Like, yeah, Jason Belmonte. So he got to Cam got to meet him. He bowls the same two handed style, and Cam was like, "I was so nervous talking to him. Like it was, you know, imagine, imagine meeting Tom Brady, or imagine you meeting Joe Montana, or something like that. That's what it was to Cam. Well, I met the lead singer of Rat, Stephen Percy. Exactly, so same thing. Same thing. So- what, what what is the makeup? <laughs> what is the demographics of a bowling crowd? By the way. It was well. They were serving beer the whole time, so there was a oh, lot. Yeah, it wouldn't go if they weren't. There yeah. was a lot of. There was a lot. It, it was. It was a lot of guys like my age. Yeah, a lot of like thirties and forties, and, and I guess that part. So I was talking about the commissioner of the PBA because I've had him on a podcast before. And he's like, yeah, he's like. Here in Portland, this is the this is our favorite place to come because everybody's so into it and they they know all the guys and they're you know everybody's cheering kind of for everybody. You have your favorites, but nobody's being a, a dick about anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just it was it was awesome. It was a fun. It was like it was like being at a European soccer match where people are going just going nuts the whole time. No, I saw people cheering and stuff like that, and yeah. we watched like a little bit of it and stuff like that, and. Uh we really, we really swung and missed to not do what a cam you and I doing <laughs> call, call a com- I mean doing commentary on one of well, Cam's bowling matches. The good news we is you get that. three more years to get one in. Oh my he's god, only, he was only a freshman last year. The so. ridiculousness that will ensue <laughs> when you and I do that. To I rent mean, tuxedos for that, right? I I, I, I was thinking the other day, it popped in my head. I want Jen to do. Uh, like, just do a, a snapshot of all the ridiculous things Sam Natty and I have said during the Colbert Groveton <laughs> games over the year. I mean, you really could do, like, a four-minute. It would ha- it would have 11 views because it would just be me and Sam and yeah. probably you once or twice watching it. Refreshing it, yeah. Yeah, refreshing it, but uh, but uh, but it would be three of the four funniest moments, I mean, minutes uh, of all time. But, yeah, I think that's an opportunity for you and I. I did hear that Joe Morrell was in a, or is going to be, in a doubles tennis match against Ty Vico. That's another thing. Oh, is, what is that, like? Like a, an event they're, I think they're producing? So. No, I think it's a playoff game or no, something. No, no. Well, I know Vico got Maybe a, it's the state tournament then. Maybe. I know Vico and his buddy got eliminated as a doubles partner from something. They made it to like the Maybe they finals. already played. 
It's possible. I thought Dover, and, I don't know how tennis works at the high school level. I'm sorry. I know a lot of high school sports. Tennis ain't one of them. I saw Vicko and uh, maybe it was Mike Whaley had a picture or whatever, the Dover uh, Portsmouth, and, and he was he and Julian Nicholson and Coleman were all going nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those three are just like, I mean, they should just do it, put a Dover Green Wave tattoo on their arm. Right. Ryan point. Coleman got like a, like the prep school baseball player of the year or something like that. Yeah. For, for he's, 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 he's doing pretty well we're for gonna himself. Be, uh, we're going to have those kids on camera this summer. So I don't want to give away our uh, greatest game special, but uh, they <laughs> yeah. will be featured prominently. So You might, um, have, you might have just given it away. Yeah, it's, fine. it's all right. That's okay. Just throw teasers out there. It's going to be the biggest event besides Star Wars to come next December. Well, I guess Christmas <laughs> will be third. But Good grief. Anything else uh, you want to talk about? We haven't been on a podcast in a while. Anything else we want to talk about? Listen, just that uh, you, you, there, there, there's a couple certainties in life. There's uh, death taxes. There's Tim Hopley getting his baseball team to the semifinals. Even when they were a 10 seed in Division One this year, so congratulations to Portsmouth. Yeah, and uh, Spalding softball is a seven seed. Uh, Sheila Colson does a hell of a job yeah. on that Spalding we, softball team. We asked her at UNH. We said, "Are you going to be good this year?" She was like, "Yeah." Remember when we were going one of the tournament games? Because yeah. she always works it for the NHIAA. She wasn't sure, and this whole year she hasn't been sure. She knew her team had talent, was just putting it all together. Well, they put it all together at Salem. They got a three-run ding-dong in the in the seventh inning to kind of seal the deal. Salem's like a softball royal. Yes, they are. I do yeah. fundraisers with them every year. And Salem it, softball's They've been time. a thorn in the side of Spalding softball, so that was that was a huge win, and they'll have a – I can't – I'd love to be at their semifinal game, but Keeley's got a chorus concert. Thanks, Rochester Music Department, for scheduling that during a playoff game. That's awesome. Yeah, we haven't had you doing baseball games. You've been on – for I, us, the last few years, I you've know. been the guy. You know? uh, and actually, I'm look, okay, I'm looking at the brackets – and yes, it is. Uh, it looks like Casey and Vicko versus Morell and uh, Caldecott. Uh, the <laughs> it's a it's a 10 a.m. start. Oh, it must have been yesterday. That was Sunday. Okay. Oh, who won that one? I think Joe Morell got the Duke there, but that's a yeah, that's a, a couple of fighting McIsaacs going at it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, On the tennis court. Good yeah, grief. we should. I we we told Joe Morrell we we're gonna do one of his tennis <laughs> games. Leslie he's a junior. We got to get over there and do that. We got to make some of these things happen. I don't know if I can call tennis. I now that know. you and I have. Well, I can call tennis, and, and I think the more ridiculous we get, the better. I mean, because that's just an invitation <laughs> to just freelance. Would that be the term? You and I just sort of freelance. Yeah, thing? yeah, gonna kind of go off the rails there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm hopefully Jen and I are going to do a championship game on Saturday for baseball. It depends what happens with my Guilford Golden Eagles, who are uh, a little dinged up, but they've got uh, pitching depth, which is good. They got a really good team. They got a kid, uh, second baseman Tim Stevens. He's really good. And Alex uh, Mothersbaugh, who is the uh, probably pitching today against White Mountains. Griffin Crane, White Mountains, that's going to be a tough game. White Mountains yeah. is legit. Those are my boys. I like those Defending White Mountains Defending champs? Kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a, really, that's a really big game. So I've enjoyed doing those. The more, you know, the more, uh, you know, we announce we have Lance Legier coming on to handle all of girls basketball for us next year. The more kind of we grow, and audience-wise, we year-to-year just went up in every single category. So we keep getting bigger and bigger. So one of these days, I think we'll get a baseball person on. But Jen was just like, I'm not doing baseball games in the cold. Like, I will do that. Well, that's the the thing. There's been four days of good weather. Yeah, I asked Steve (laughs) Saravo, Adrian Saravo's dad, I said, how many days, they went 15-2. and I said, how many games were, like, good weather where you're like, this is great? He said, three. Yeah. I, know, I mean, just brutal. I know St. Thomas softball, our buddy Mike Vining, they had to play, it was 13 out of 14 days they had to play because the game's rescheduled. Oh, my Can God. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. it's kind of nutty, but now finally the sun's out, so you might get some good playoff games. Yeah. So, uh, no, no, no. So it's kind of fun. And the other thing about baseball is how crazy the upsets are. And, like, perfect example yeah. is Prospect Mountain upset somebody in the first round. I can't. 
Dover is the 15, beat number two Exeter, two-time defending champs yeah. in Division One. Yeah. Well, because if you got that one pitcher, Prospect Mountain had one kid who was like a really good pitcher. Yep. So they won. Then the second round, they played White Mountains with their number two pitcher. They lost 17 to one. <laughs> yeah. So it, it happened. You know, that's kind of the tough thing about baseball. Baseball needs to be double elimination. Yeah. They, they need to cut the number of teams and make a double elimination. There was a proposal a few or, years back. Or I think if you're yeah. a top three or four seed, you just get a buy. Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? You got It's not fair to those teams that you know because that's the thing is yeah. you can be the 15th seed but if you got one kid who can you know go the entire way and maybe and, give up one or two runs yeah, then and, and baseball and softball are so weird that you never know what's going to happen yeah yeah it's, yeah it's great any other announcements for you this summer or something like that? Anything? Uh, not that I can think of. Just, uh, just recharging the batteries, getting ready for fall. It's uh, It takes a lot out of you, Dave Haley. Yeah. Do, doing the uh, producing a morning show, being up all night, no sleep. Oh, I didn't think I told you, so we just might as well announce it now. Go ahead. We moved the uh, the NA Sports Page golf tournament back into July. Yeah, you did not tell me this. Oh, it's going to be Wednesday. I already took that day off. Well, you can you can come into work. <laughs> to tell tell. tell. Tell Jack Keith you'll be here. Um, we are, we're going to move it back to July 24th, which is a Wednesday, because a bunch of coaches, football coaches in particular, couldn't make it. So I talked to Jimmy Lozon. The, the Plymouth football coaches are coming down. Hopefully the Portsmouth football coaches, Pafford and those all guys. Right. So we're going to have a whole new crew. So Jen's still going to be filming it. We're all going to do that. But we're going to do it on Wednesday at the Dairy Field, July 24th. So anybody who wants to get on in on that, it's going to be a really, really fun day. We give out Red Sox tickets to – Two of the foursomes. Yeah, how many how many foursomes do you have left? I know Bob Lippman wants to get in on this. No, we got room. I mean, right. I want to fill up, you know, at least like twenty foursomes or something like that. So I'll as soon as I change the date, everyone I told I told Camper and because Nate Camp's playing with Mike Sullivan, the Plymouth coach, Mike Larson, the Pelham coach, and Matt Regan from Michigan. Yeah. So they're all good to go, and uh, <laughs> and my buddies as well, Wade Graham and that whole crew. So um, I hit a seven eye, and it was dead Santa Haley. <laughs> we interviewed him after last year. That's remember, right on camera. So anyway, so people should come out and do that. We have four of the Pembroke fathers: Noah Cummings' dad, and Shea Shackford's dad, and and uh, and Brian Menard. You know, Sean Menard's dad. So we got a bunch of fa- uh, fathers who are going to be playing. So that's a good time. So. Uh, Anybody wants to play in that, just reach out to me, Dave Haley at n8sportspage.com, and um, and get on in. That's gonna be a fun day. But you can't have McIsaac in your foursome. He's mine. He's with me. I'm too good. You played pretty well last year. <laughs> I was horrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna redeem myself this year. Oh, you felt the pressure. That's why. Danny Bryson, uh, he rattled you. The That's bright all. lights of Justin McIsaac's fame. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll do this again soon. So uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, check out the uh, the. Uh, the UNH basketball camp. And again, it's ryan.harrion at unh.edu if you want more information on that. So uh, thanks a lot, Dave. See you, bud.